welcome to Voice of the Force podcast. Today, we're going to be covering Andor Episode 2 on Disney+, Plus, titled That Would Be Me. My name's Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Hello, hello. How you doing? Ha! <laughs> and Noma. Uh, I got something to say. <laughs> hello there. <laughs> How you doing, Noma? Uh-huh. <laughs> Great. All right. Let's get into the podcast. Nothing like a little bit of a hype, right, guys? Am I right? Am yeah, I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, got you. I got your hype right here. <laughs> right here. You know why? You know why? Because we're about to summarize this story. Thank for you, Ed. I'm going to tell you right now, this summer is going to take about two seconds. But that's fine. And we're going to tell you how it relates to anything. It really doesn't. But we're going to have our discussion, our opinionated discussion about it. And this is still five years before the Battle of Yavin. BBY. So that's just important. For the people that are like, what the hell is Battle of Yavin? It's the one where they destroy the Death Star the first time. You know what? You know what? <laughs> people, BBY fair. and like Battle of Yavin, they might not yeah. remember that the planet was Yavin that they were above. But it is the one where the Death Star gets exp- yeah. like explodes. That's yeah. what everything's set of off. Yavin of. Four. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's if you've picked fair. up any piece of Star Wars literature, you've seen maybe they have. And you know what? If you're new, this is the perfect opportunity to go through. If you get into any of your reading material, and I'm talking high republic to book episode six Mm. right mandalorian and those ones are a little fuzzy right now so we're just gonna not mention them for this point that first cover usually gives you a little timeline of everything you'll see bby and then during right at the start of chapter five episode five book that book you'll start seeing aby Mm -hmm. Before Battle of Yavin, after Battle of Yavin. So everything's based off of when the deaths are exploded the first time, essentially. Yes. So So for when you see strange, but yeah, that's how they did it. So yeah, five years before Luke Skywalker knew that he was more than a jet or more than a a farm boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's still bullseyeing Juan Francis as T sixteen Skyhopper. Episode (laughs) Episode three was nineteen BBY, for example. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Noma, would you like to let the listeners know how they get in contact with us and tell us about their thoughts on this podcast or on Star Wars or on this episode yep. of Andor? I mean, hey, I'm just going to warn you guys right now. This is going to be a spicy uh, discussion. If you learn anything about and, the last uh, one, it's spicy. Yeah, yeah. We even we even set up that it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one. But yeah, we'd love to hear what you think, especially when uh me and ed are gonna go off on later on but uh you know are we right are we wrong do you agree do you have other yes. points that we missed we'd love to hear from you uh there's a bunch of different ways to get in contact with us one of the easiest is our website which is a voice of the we've also got an email which is connect at voice of the social media wise we're on twitter and instagram the handle for both of those is at voice force pod as always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing in the listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other major podcast platforms. As we mentioned in the last episode, CastBox. Uh, reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility. Look at CastBox. And you can subscribe. Hey, hey it's know. another one. Exactly. Uh, and you and you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. If you do use a certain podcast platform, please let us know what you like about that podcast platform. Honestly, I just listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts. What do you guys listen to podcasts on? Uh, YouTube, ironically. But oh, okay. SoundCloud as well. We yeah, Google enough. Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Okay. 
yeah, I, I don't know. I find Apple Podcasts, it's pretty easy to like navigate. So yeah, if there's a specific reason why you guys listen on a certain podcast platform, let us know. I'd love to know. Just kind of the nitty gritty of uh, why you use that platform. Let's get into the poster for this episode. This is just the promotional posters that they've released in uh, timeline order in terms of uh, like when the show was released or before the show yeah. was released. So this yeah. is the second one they've released. And I was going to say, it's kind of weird because this one has a lot of things that are just not in this episode, but that makes more sense. This is, yeah, it's not um, tied to yeah. this episode. So there might be, yeah. some, this might be, you know, a good point to say, like, there might be spoilers in the poster as well. So yeah, if you yeah. really want to avoid that, maybe skip ahead like three minutes. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm not even going to mention the characters on it because you can see them. And also that way we get to spare Ed uh, from having to mention his favorite character in the mm -hmm. rebellion. Yeah. I was hoping it wasn't her. I was hoping he was his mom, but he's too old. Oh, yeah. Fuck, <laughs> here we go. But yeah, so again, we've got Diego Luna front and center, main focus of this poster. It's a lot more colorful than the last one. We've got a, a beautiful series of warm uh, kind of pastel colors, oranges, yellows, reds, dark reds, um, all kind of showing this sunset on this unknown world with a bunch of vaguely imperial shapes. They look like Star Destroyers. There's some are. sort of antenna there. But there's also like a, a, a Lambda class, but it's, it's not the Lambda. It's whatever the, the new ship that I really like is. In this episode, um, yeah. Yeah. And ties and X-Wings and all that oh, stuff. Whole cast. Sorry. Also the whole cast uh, thing as well. Though. That ship is not Spread. in this episode. It's in the third episode, is it not? No, it is. It's just attached to the oh, uh, you're big right. ship. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Uh, the flying pyramid, as it were. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love the design of that. Interesting. Looks so, but anyways, yeah. we'll, we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, as with the last episode, uh, this episode is directed by Toby Haynes and is written by Tony Gilroy. If I've mispronounced anybody's name, I apologize for that. Um, I mean, with that, I mean, that's all there really is to say. This, you know, the poster doesn't really tie in too much to the episode. So I think let's just go straight into the synopsis. One thing I'd say about this poster is it's also very similar to the last one in terms of it's on like a, a parchment paper wanted type style poster. Yeah, um, yeah. It does have good color flow and it like leads your eye from like the bottom right the top or oh, mid yeah, left and then back up to diego luna's face as cassian yeah, it's really they're, good they're doing the pyramid uh technique very well if anybody doesn't know what that is it's uh you make sure that there is a triangle in your work oh 100%, because that naturally yeah. starts from the bottom leads you right up to the top you get all the information that you could way. say they started from the bottom and now they're here i, I quit <laughs> <laughs> let's get into the episode guys absolutely so as always, before we start, spoiler warning, you know, we'll recap the episode real quick and then we'll talk about it. But we're going to talk about it as if we've or as if we we've seen it, but as if you have seen it. Uh, so if you want to experience episode two, there are some good moments. You know, we, we, we were hyping up how much uh, this episode is kind of weird, but there are some good moments in this episode. So if you do want to see it, stop here, go watch and then come back and listen, because this is the last spoiler warning. Spoilers are ahead. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, and with that, let's get into the episode. I will say that the synopsis, even on the wiki, is very fitting. It's literally a like two sentence synopsis. Yeah, makes sense because there's a lot of nothing in this episode. So we get a whole like the one of the main subplots is that Tim uh, is still suspicious. It clearly thinks there's something going on between Bix and Cassian. It's definitely uh, not above board, and like you can definitely tell that the vibe is given off by that. It re yeah, and again, it's something we we were talking about last episode. Bix really is making it seem like she's cheating on him. Like it's just yeah, and that's so that's where unsubtle. the curious thing comes in. And then like Cassian comes out again, 
and talks to him and says, you better find a different girl then. Like if you're, yeah. if you can't deal if with you the don't heat. like all this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, again, if you just sat down and were like, look, I'm running a thing. I'm making some money on the side. So is she. It clears it up, but we can't say Gotta that. Gotta create because, that conflict, though. Gotta create that because conflict. Because the, the, the script said here that the, that we need this. Exactly, we need this conflict because based off of that, uh, Tim gets real jealous. He goes and and uh, rats on Cassian to uh, Primor security. They issue a warrant. The uh, you know uh, big idiot uh, Cyril Karn. Uh, they they basically explain to him like, yeah, we don't have a presence on this planet, and nobody likes us there. And he's like, cool, flood the channels with info on it. And it's like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, you. Again, we're gonna we learn some more about his character here, which is is one of the bright sides of this episode. Um, so he then also calls in another uh, officer, Mosk, who and they're both they're both like full of this pep. But you can also tell that Mosk is one of the people who's like I I like being in charge because I like pushing my authority around and then sucking up to my commanders because he he just immediately starts brown nosing uh, Cyril. Oh, you're the best, man. Ah, oh, yeah. I like leaders like you who who want to do stuff and not just you know do nothing, even though it would be smarter. Yeah, we should we should go and yeah. So it's like we're the front line of defense for for the empire, and the best way to keep a weapon like us sharp is to use it often. It's like oh my god, all right. So it's like pure power trip fantasy. Did you call here. him Sergeant Musk? Mosk. Yeah. Is it Mosk? I is thought it? It, I think his name is. Uh, let me just double check here. Uh, you mean the guy that like sucks up? You said right. Yeah, yeah. His name is Sergeant Linus. Sergeant Linus Mosk. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Linus Mosk. Another another surprisingly normal name, but you know, yeah. it's fine. Hat off. <laughs> we just call him Linus Tech yeah. Tips. No. No. Don't insult him like that. Li- Linus Linus Security <laughs> Tips. Oh. <laughs> Linus Thug Tips, maybe. Sure. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, so they they start this this arrest thing, and they also like the main thing they're going on is you know it's this it's this male from planet canary but that that should make it harder to track cassian because he tells everyone he's from i think it's fest um yeah. but apparently bix told line again we'll get into it later because it makes no sense if you trust him this little but then also say yeah cassian's from uh, i mean canary. to be fair she does say i i trust like she she trusts him with everything no clearly not she does <laughs> say that though to cassian yeah but again you know mm-hmm. say actions speak louder than words um, so there's a lot of running around with Cassian. He's he's just trying to uh, prepare to flee the planet. He's got that that uh, unit, the Star Path unit that he was talking about last time that he wants to sell to Bix, uh, Bix's buyer. We get Bix showing how she contacts the buyer and all this other stuff. Um, and then we basically get Korosek showing up over the planet or going to the planet, basically, giving a little thing. We'll it's talk so about it later because it's my favorite moment where basically uh mosk gives a, a speech and he gives a real nice crisp i'm in command listen to what i say speech where he's like look this is what we're going after he's dangerous he's done this we need to show that you can't kill korosek officers and get away with it consider him armed and dangerous over to you now commander and Cyril kind of walks up and he's like uh um we w- this is an important operation and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't trust anyone else but you because you're you're the, you're the best that there is and it's kind of like that because it is it is a beautiful beautiful like sometimes well I'll talk about it later on but it is a beautiful insight to his character basically oh yeah um 
so basically that is where the present story kind of uh leaves off in the flashback we're still getting casa and his lord of the flies tribe of kids um kind of going off on this i assume they were going to scavenge the ship or see what it is and we do see the thing uh, that ed was mentioning before where there's this giant strip mine operation going on yeah um and on the we, original planet right yeah, yeah. On, on his original on canari um and it's kind of we're not sure who's doing the strip mining it's it's kind of up in the air we don't even know what part of the war this is but as they come up on the crash ship uh, it's interesting because all all the body it's all these bodies that are yellow white uniforms yellow skin white uh, uniforms um and one of the I, the I think the leader but again because they don't there's no subtitles for this it's real hard to tell what's going on I think the leader of the tribe like goes up first to like see what's going to happen and as she gets closer you realize they're CIS because uh, they've got the the insignia of the CIS on their shoulders sure um, what that logo was because yeah i was like that's cool. yeah, the imperial logo it was that's very why he thinks yeah it looked very imperial to me which is no that's 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 full cis yeah see i didn't re- I, yeah. I forgot what it looked like so you're right yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah so it, it, it is a weird thing though the cis logo looks very similar to the the empire logo it's just uh, a hexagon instead mm. of a circle um but yeah so uh and then you also kind of this is a good a pretty decent way of show not tell because all the crew looks dead and there's this like greenish yellow gas that's coming out from one of the holes. And then as she's like poking the people, you can see they're all human actually, but clearly this chemical has poisoned them and turned their skin yellow. Um, so she goes, investigates the first body, doesn't move, goes up to the second body, doesn't move, or it falls down and you, you kind of see that they're human. Then the first body gets up conveniently and no questions, just fucking pulls a gun and shoots her in the back. And I was like, all right. Yeah, um, that was kind of fucking stupid. Yeah, it d- doesn't really make sense. So you situation. don't know where you are, anything like that. You crash land and you yeah. shoot the first person. Kind of like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, and who knows? Maybe it was a Republic world. But So he gets blowdarted to death, which was hilarious to me. It's just these kids fucking filling him full of darts. And I guess there was some sort of toxin in them because he takes like a dozen and just hits the ground. He's dead. Um, all, all the kids come up and they're all crying and, and all traumatized about uh, this thing. Uh, take the body away uh, all like 12 of them i guess nobody else wants to inspect the wreckage and cassian's like but i'm gonna go through that pipe and then the episode ends so that's kind of the episode uh let's hit the bad stuff first because there is a lot in this episode again we we talked about it last episode and it was it was a thing that we were really kind of arguing about back and forth there's no reason there's no reason for bix and tim to outside of outside of what bix does and Tim Redding, Cassian out. They're in it for a lot. And some other people are. We're introduced to these, this other father and son mechanic duo. They don't really matter. But they're not given a lot of time. But there's just... like Just like allies, yeah. Yeah, mm. Bix has a lot of time with Tim in this. And if it was used to develop their characters, I think that would have been good, right? If it was something like, you know, Tim being saying something like, hey... You've been really distant lately. And she's like, you know, oh, I'm sorry, but you have to trust me. It's just, um, again, I'm not a professional writer, so I'm not really going to be like, it should have been like this. But the tone of it, it just feels like a, a filler episode. I made a joke about how it felt like One Piece last episode, and this is the reason why. Because that scene is like, it felt I, it felt like it was eight minutes of nothing. Because like, all it does is reinforce points that we already knew because they're the only points the characters have in this story, Right. 
Like I'm doing else? secret stuff. I'm mad yeah. at you because you're doing secret stuff. Exactly. I'm, doing secret stuff. I'm mad at you because you're doing secret stuff. Ex- yeah. And we got that in episode one. Yeah. And then we got that at the beginning of episode two. And then there's just this big chunk of it where it's just again. And it's like, yes, I understand that he doesn't trust her. Yeah. And she's not willing to tell him. You don't need to keep hitting me over the head with it. I mean, and he it, follows her in this episode, right? Yeah. yeah and then loses she's her at the bar. Yeah. And then he goes to the bar. And then he comes home. And he's like, fuck this stupid yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. Call, go do a thing. We'll call Corsac up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And then I could go home and sulk and drink more. Oh, you showed up at my door. Oh, so oh, mad all is for, yeah, all is forgiven now. And then he wakes up and he's like, oh, we're back to normal. It's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It's it's so he's doing the whole creepy thing too, where he's just like, she's asleep and he's sitting in the chair just staring at her. I'm like, I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. No, if, no, I stare at, if I stare at you long enough, I'll discern the truth. Yeah. yeah, very, yeah. She's like, very wait, what, why are you staring at me? Like, what are you doing? And he's like, yeah. I just couldn't sleep. It's like, that's not an okay. It doesn't say anything. And, Why? And, and and the thing that really bugs me is in these dialogue beats, it just, it, just, it strikes me as, and I don't necessarily want to say lazy writing, but it's such a cliche, right? We are, we are just hit over the head over and over again with this cliche of everything could be solved if they talked. Because again, sure. she's not really doing anything, as far as we've been told, illegal. She's making money on the side, selling to a third-party buyer, Right. None of that on the surface, especially in an area where Korosek apparently just doesn't show up. Mm. None of that is something that I I understand why you'd want to hide Unless from someone who's selling only stolen goods, which it seems like that's the case. Stripped from her own warehouse, no. though. Is right? it from her own? Because it seems like she's well, like I only talk to him like once a again, month. Yeah, we don't. That's know. the thing. We we're not we're this this show does a lot of really good show don't tell yeah but then it also does some really bad show like you need to tell. kind of give us a little bit more on that yeah, yeah. i don't know because like we've said these these last two episodes i don't understand who's in charge of this i don't understand what either of their positions are i don't necessarily need to know what their positions are but just like again if it was oh tim's in charge i'm just doing this no, I'm, I an feel like I'm an asshole think Bix right? is, yeah it's like Bix is in right? charge it's her place it's what she's doing and he is like he runs the front of it. Yeah. yeah. So he's then, she's like the owner. He's the, the boss, operator. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like, and he if that's bosses the case, other people and whatever. Because he's like, oh, I thought right. you said you were going to have these things cleaned up in the morning. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. I'll go do it now. So and again, just, I mean, wait, another... that's in the next episode, isn't it? Is it? I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. No, either. it might have been this one because they had they did yeah. they did sleep a lot in the yeah in yeah. But but again, another it, like there's that one. There's the the first running errands. There's the time when they're in in his place together. Yeah, all times where they could have talked. They could have talked. And she exactly. she seems to trust him, but not with this specific thing. D- again, just, enough, just way enough. more important shit. Yeah. What's well, the well, one d- thing? But yeah. it makes no sense. We we you trust him enough to tell him where Cassian's really from. I mean, that's but the third not episode. enough to. Really but, yes. but again yes. right yeah it, it just, it's just these clashing things where it's like i trust you enough to tell you this hidden information but not enough to tell you that you know but and again if she's the boss i i mean we're assuming again yeah but if she is the boss then who cares you just go, hey i'm running i'm just gonna take our real good stuff and sell it for even more profits we get more money so we live nicer isn't that nice and again if you if the whole thing was him being like no i i, I want to do this clean then you mentioned that in the first episode sure no i, I get you yeah, it, it Tim, can, Tim, can... Tim wants to run this legit. That's it, right? Or maybe it's a, like they could have changed the point of contention where it's like, I want to run this clean. I don't want to run this clean because I need more money. And he's like, yeah, okay, yeah. then I'm just done. And then he has that kind of negativity towards her and then does this kind Perfect, of stuff. Perfect, right? Same and then kind we're of, yeah. Up. We're hitting new points that add on to the distrust. Which, which, and then you could, you could put, could've. especially because it's Cassian forcing her to do yeah. it. 
so that way he feels like if i do this then that means you don't have to do it anymore and everything's fine now and all it's like you have a lot more interest in it just rather than seeing like the caught up in his own head jilted to be fair though honestly i don't really give a shit about tim no really exactly and that's going to play into the next episode which is also (laughs) part of my point of like how much do these three really matter in terms Mm -hmm. of being three episodes versus just one big episode i think there are characters in this prequel that are going to come into the main story eventually again i don't think so but maybe that being said is there anything else that you guys kind of were like eh, not really like why oh yeah (laughs) Um, do you have something not so much like we hit again because there wasn't so much in it it was easy to point those parts out sure um the parts that i did enjoy about we actually we know now that the kids aren't the only people on that like in that tribe like there's older people too but it seems like there's really young kids and there's really old people yeah there's like what anywhere from like six-year-olds up to 17 maybe seven yeah 16 16, 17 yeah Right. Whereas like the older people are like, if they look like they're pushing maybe late forties, early fifties and up. So it seems like everywhere, everybody in between there probably was forced to work at the mine and then some accident happened or whatever. Yeah. And then this is That's kind of what I was trying to right? get into last episode before, like we didn't have this scene, but mm. it seems like, yeah, they were forced labor and then everybody died essentially, or, mm. you know, got taken off planet to work somewhere else, um, to, to do that. Right. Um, the one thing because I was... you see the one girl who's constantly and i thought this was bix for a while and so she's like no she's not from there so i'm like okay mm. where she's they're like waving at the ship as it's oh, going yeah, down yeah. And, I'm, and they're all like what the hell are you doing it's like well why else would you wave at something maybe they took people away in that kind of ship mm. so you're just like oh you're home you're home you know kind of thing yeah, no. if there were some fucking subtitles we'd know yeah. but if it was an actual language that we'd know but there's no droid there um, whatever <laughs> one thing i would say yeah. too is like you know we're talking about maybe the strip mine was the separatists right maybe maybe well, it was the republic well, yeah, why, it might i think it's more the republic because why would a separatist ship, ship be shot down above their own space nah they could be they could have been fighting the war. random planet yeah. yeah it could be your, your guess um yeah. like the, the other thing i was i was kind of wondering there was because again we talked about uh you know this is very similar to the padawan situation yeah right? in terms of like this like, group of kids yeah yeah somehow all these kids get left behind it's it's a little bit like the one in in Obi Wan's story made sense, right? Because they're all on their own. No yeah. one, no one's here to help them. If you're in the midst of an intergalactic war, not to be dark, but like kids are useful resources, right? Train them in to be soldiers. Train them in to be whatever, right? But the CS doesn't the, use what, people, right? Usually, yeah. Well, they do, just I not mean, for the front lines, right? Yeah, Officer corps, yeah, yeah, yeah. Officers, commanders, you know, diplomats, whatever. It's just strange that it would be like, and again, who knows? Because we haven't seen. Maybe it was everyone died and these are just the survivors. No it one was taken be. away. Yeah. Right? If that's the case, I got no problems with it. But it's very odd if it was that they, they just took all the people away. It was evacuated. Yeah. Um, then it's a little bit weird because we also learned this is a little bit of a spoiler for next episode. The uh, Canary's Midrim. Yeah. It's somewhere in the. So that's even stranger. So maybe it was the Republic. Maybe we actually get to see a little bit of the dirty side, side of the Republic. Yeah. yeah, it'd be interesting if he is actually fighting the Republic in the beginning, right? We're five years out from BBY, and you know, I don't want to speculate, but we did see some stormtroopers in the trailer, uh, or sorry, clone troopers in the trailer. Yeah, clone. So maybe that's troops, part yeah. of it, Flash right? Back, if he, maybe. Yeah. You know, if, it'd be, if, it'd be if that if that's bridging the gap, yeah, if we get to see younger him fighting the Republic, well, Republic Two Empire, 
hey, you know, that might be because a little more interesting. then it could justify the young age thing a little bit because exactly. they, they still did they turn into the Empire, yeah, so just... he's not wrong. But they were yeah. also strip mining yeah. his planet and killed everybody that lived there, so he was... Exactly, so to yeah. him, they they still were the oppressor. Republic, yeah. uh, Empire, yeah. doesn't matter the That's kind of what I was thinking the... about, yeah. 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 It's yeah. like, there's, there's got to be another force of oppression that he had to fight as a kid. Right, and, yeah. and we have seen some unethical Republic. Zilla Beast comes to mind. And uh, the, the other thing that we, we kind of see in these episodes with the flashbacks is that the sticks that they have are metal are and like repurposed. <laughs> well, but they're like repurposed pipes. Yeah, yeah. Really, right? And like, well, remember what the kids are doing initially, right? When that first raiding party or whatever comes back, they're going through the things and like they're giving out stuff. There was a, yeah. there was a water thermos or yeah, a yeah. bottle or something like that. There was some binoculars. Yep. They were just giving things out that they had found. So they obviously had gone scavenging yep. what seems to be around the mining complex and just taking what they could get. Right. So mm-hmm. these pipes and repurposing and everything like that, probably from there. And then they're just like, oh, maybe your initiation thing into becoming one of the hunters is to go and get one of these. Exactly. And make a bl- mm-hmm. Kind of like the gaffy sticks and how you have yeah. to get the branch and make a thing like that, you know. You're right up past I hope it's not the same way. I hope it's different. So it's with some fucking originality, but I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anything else that we want to cover before we get into the great stuff or good stuff? Oh, I, mean, I thought we were already getting into the good stuff. Oh, fine. I've got just one more. That yeah, it's go a little. It. I'll go quick because yeah. it's a little bit of a holdover from last episode. I mean, once again, for an underworld agent with all this, you know, again, what we were promised or at least told, maybe not promised, but implied. Un- underworld agents, you know, real good at that, like undercover dark op stuff. Cassian uses his real name. When they pull him up, he's got the full list of everything. Like, there's no... He didn't use any aliases when he was on uh, uh, Morlana 1, which is mm. a little bit weird. Um, well, I guess, to be fair, they never got his name. They tracked him down through the Canari thing, but yeah. still, it's a little bit strange that he calls himself Cassian to everybody. He doesn't have any aliases. And again, it's very... It's just it's that Han Solo vibe. It's that desperate smuggler. Like, because he, he literally gets... He, like, he takes the path unit and is like... Uh, or, uh, Sorry, chipboard. Uh, so I guess hide that he had been to uh, Marlana one, yeah. and he runs into the guy uh, who the, is, I guess, the like yard. the watch, yeah, the the guard for the place. And he's like, "Oh, don't don't worry, it's fine." And the guy's like, "No, f- like I've given you enough chances. Get out of here. I don't want to see you again." Yeah. And it's like, on one hand, it's like, yeah, we're closing off options so that in the next episode it's more tense. But yeah. at the same time, it's just like, let me come on, man. <laughs> the one thing I would say too time. is it, it shows yeah. his his specialties that he's done a lot and things that he hasn't. And, like, it, it shows that his character isn't this, like, perfect spy at the moment. There's he's room pre, for growth. He's, he's There's free room rebel. He hasn't learned the ins and outs of what the actual rebellion has been doing and has a lot more experience doing, right? Mm. And he also, he's kind of just doing what he's learned from his mother and a father, I assume. Um, I'm also assuming the stuff that he's kind of done on, him, on his own, right? Because he's hiding this stuff from mm. from her as well, Marva. And so yeah. there, there's things here that kind of show like he's not that spy that we know in Rogue One. That he's raw. Yeah, he's he's mm. he's still in the learning phase of the specialty skills and like that like secret agent undercover guy. Like he does mm. talk about in the next episode something interesting. Um, and you know we'll get into that during that kind of fits mm. into this. But I would say yeah, he's still got. You know, he's got the he's got the bare bones skeleton of the making of a spy, but he doesn't yeah. have the entire skill set yet because he hasn't it's, used it over and over again to, to do that and hasn't had the just, mentorship. It's, 
it's just too raw for me. Like I was That's hoping fair. it'd be a little bit more polished. And okay. something else that we mentioned, I think this is my biggest uh, negative for mm-hmm. this episode. I don't understand why this and episode one couldn't have been combined into an hour long episode because there was yep. nothing, there is nothing new outside of mosque is introduction. There's nothing new added to this. I think right? Cause like, with the, with that like hour long versus like a, a couple episodes, it fits into like the Star Wars, like we have like small arcs in things, right? So, but this isn't this isn't an arc. Like this it is, is just a... it's a prequel arc. I would say it's like a it's like a prologue. One, two, and three are a prequel arc. This is a prologue. Yeah, this is like these three episodes is the prologue, and then now we're gonna like after episode three, we're gonna get into the meat and potatoes of like another big like a bigger arc. That's what I'm thinking anyway. That's what my hunch sure. Is. But you could have done this JoJo style where it's just a two episode arc. You could. And like they did it with Rebels where it's like the two episode start and the two episode yeah, end yeah. usually, right? Yeah. Uh, but and they, that, they that are separate they are separate episodes, but they're aired at the same time, which is what yeah. this was, technically. It it will and but the biggest problem is because of the pacing of this episode. This yeah. is the only out of the three episodes, this is the only episode where I was on my phone and on the internet while the episode was playing. Fair enough. Because there were such long stretches of nothing. Like again. It's it's good for the moment, but it would have been better if it was all part of a longer episode when uh, the tribe girl is like walking up slowly to the ship. Yeah, it's very long. The end or title crawl as well is is like 45 seconds. Yeah, I, I just skip it after the first. Exactly. But but well, I already have to hit skip intro three times, right? Sure. Skip recap, skip intro and then skip this. It's just a lot. It, and it just this is the one that is the most dangerous in for me and the fact that it feels like a one piece episode where we've got eight minutes of content and we stretch it out to 22, yeah, 24. I get you. Right. It's just, the, I, I can't justify it not being squished in with one for me, at least. That makes sense. Yeah. Are we going to go into the, like, uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm yeah. That, that's out. about it for my, my so, downside stuff. Yeah. So, uh, one, one point I would like to bring up is, um, fuck. It's blending together with the third episode, so I'm like, what, oh, what was done, what was not done? Um, here, you guys go, you guys go, because I'm trying to think. This one ended just for your sanity. This one ended as Cassian looked back to the ship and was like, "I'm gonna go in there." And then the mm-hmm. other, the other guy was coming into town, wasn't he? Luthal was coming into town. The yeah, kind of, like, we, we drop like, ship had yeah. like it had just gone out of hyperspace and it was there and then it's like okay and then the next episode is right. them actually mm. landing yeah so one one thing that i want to say as one of the uh positive points because uh this was i think one of my favorite parts of this episode is um so we kind of mentioned this before but alex ferns is the guy who plays linus mosk um and then uh i was gonna say cyril but kyle solar is the guy who plays Cyril Karn. So okay. we got both of the Coral Set guys. The speech that they give as they're going through hyperspace is so good to me because it's, it's you know, we mentioned it. They do some good show, don't tell, and some bad show, don't tell. This For is sure. awesome show, don't tell. Because we get full pictures of both characters, right? When Linus gives his speech, he's commanding, he's authoritative. He gives a very crisp, and clean speech that details the entire operation. And it's like, okay, so this guy is very clearly from the first episode we saw, uh, someone who enjoys abusing authority, enjoys being violent, enjoys being just an all-around prick, right? I'm sh- I won't say the, the reference that they're painting, but I think m- many people can see what kind of power trip 
figure he's supposed mm-hmm. to represent, right? Oh, for sure. Um, it's very good. Yeah. But he did an amazing job of being like, you know, he believes it and he can do it. And then when he is, as soon as he turns it over to Cyril, um, and this is what really impressed me with this episode is Kyle Soler does such a good job of just fucking failing the speech. Yeah. Utterly. Like he, you he's, tell not, he's not done that before. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he freezes up. He can't, he delivers just the most generic garbage. And he like, you literally watch, um, Mosk raise their morale up and then, uh, Cyril just bring it crashing into the ground. Like one guy like pinches the bridge of his nose, like, and you can tell because they just abandon discipline. Yeah. Right. One guy's like, "Oh my god," the other guy's like pinching his bridge of his nose, like, "Dear God, we're all gonna die." It's so funny. And and props to him because it's actually from what I've seen in other films, it's really hard to pull off utter incompetence like that. Right. Acting like you can't, you just cannot. It's easy to act that badly, right? Um but acting it well and he knocked it out of the park i was so impressed with how they they cement their characters because like i said with linus you now know yeah he's all these awful things but he he has enough of an ego to back it up and he has enough yeah. uh faith in himself right that's but it's an interesting perspective you have on linus with that hmm. eh? like finish your phone i'll get to my oh career. sure yeah yeah um, but for for me, it was it was that we now see the crux and the the biggest weakness of Cyril's character, at least going forward, is that he is the same as Linus, and that he, well, a he's noble and idealist in his cause, right? Like he's he's trying to avenge these two people who, as we've seen, his boss doesn't care about and doesn't want him to, but he thinks it's the right thing to do, so he's doing it. But he's got that same we are Korosek, we are the law of the of the outer rim. I, you know, people will respect us and just our presence alone will do it. And then as soon as he gets up there, he's like, oh, fuck, responsibility? Um, Like, you know, he's fine bossing people around, right? We saw that in the last episode, throwing around his weight. That's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference. As soon as it's not a scary situation... He, he'll he'll be the the biggest douchebag boss you've ever seen but as soon as it's like the slightest threat the combat might happen uh uh well or he uh, actually has to face the reality well, of the situation I, he's in I don't, I don't even think that it was more so like i saw linus as like because and what i took from him is especially the first time we meet him when he's mm-hmm. like talking to cyril and he comes up oh, and, and like, yeah and that is another point but yeah. he called me sorry and he's like he you can see he's proud yeah. he's proud to serve He's proud that he does his job with discipline and all that. Like the mm. from that speech, I got his whole character. Yeah. Where it was just like he's he's military, he's disciplined, he's all he's all these things. And when it comes to doing his job, that's where like where, where you said like he enjoys violence. I, I don't I didn't see it as that. He enjoys doing his job, but he wants to do his job well. He wants to do his duty his and to, actually exactly. do it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, not just like a because he never goes like we're gonna go rough him up. It's like we'll do what we need to, but we're not going out there to actually look to harm people. Because even if yeah, you see, yeah. as they're going through the streets and all that, he's just trying to get around people and like brush yeah, through yeah. people. They're, he's they're not, not trying really to like around their weight. That's whereas fair. like troopers could just shoot people as they're going through. As yeah, thing. like you see that from certain people. But he's like, no, I just, I just want to do my job and get my guys home. And so when yeah. he's giving them the speech to get ready, it's just like remember. Teams of this, this is gonna be North team, this is gonna be East team, this is gonna be this. We're gonna do this, and we're yeah, gonna yeah. point, point. We're gonna point, drop point, down point, here. Point. We're gonna get a pincer ready. Like, like yeah, there was no yeah. wasted mention of anything in that. And then when he turns and he's just like, "Okay, sir, they're yeah. yours." <laughs> At that point, I would have been like, "You, did you my got job. them ready, dude. I ain't gotta do. Yeah. I don't gotta say shit now." But I think he like knew said, that. He definitely knew that. 
he's all up in his head and ego and he's inspired just that speech alone even inspired yeah, Cyril. It, it, so he's like no yeah. i have to say something oh, oh, it's one of those things where it's like oh shit how do i follow that up yeah exactly <laughs> and from there because we see him in the beginning when it's his other officers or people mm. working at the desks or whatever that aren't physically big and imposing or anything like that or you're about to do something actually mm. with gravitas you're yeah. just like <laughs> you do this thing you can't i'm the biggest dick in the world you can't do anything about it fuck you yeah, i'm yeah. in charge of you <laughs> so, so many now here's like just, you yeah. you don't know anything we do you're here as a guest just glorified yeah, yeah you we really won't listen to anything you tell us to do but you know go have your go have your two cents this is where any imperial officer would be like take, take a tarkin for example mm. Or you have to say anything else yeah. you right know your right. duty yeah. go ahead and do it that's yeah. all he had to say all he had to say, but he wanted to give this flowery like he was talking to Linus up on the ship in his comfort zone. Yeah. But yeah. now you're on the dropship heading to the planet. You got the guys yeah, with you. Gotta, to, you're yeah. going to do powder. this. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and I love the fact that he, he had like audible gulps and everything yeah, like that yeah. too when he was trying and you can to see, You can see the, the, the muscles in his neck going like tensing <laughs> and like he's, yeah. he's he's like losing, he's got like no fucking sly or anything of that. Yeah. He's like trying so hard not to fall <laughs> on his collar. It's hot in here, isn't it guys? Yeah. And, <laughs> like at the end, though I love, and this is where I know Linus is about the discipline and all that and nothing mm. because he immediately starts that he knows it's done and he's like, yeah. clap, just applaud, <laughs> just applaud. And all the yeah. other guys are just like, mm. one guy's not even using his other hand. He's yeah, just he's, like, just, he's, he's hitting his chest. like <laughs> Right? And then he's just, and then oh, back to it, okay, fall out, we'll be ready in like T-minus, whatever. And mm. then he goes and puts the, sh- the shoulder on him and he's just like, hand on the shoulder. It's good work, sir. Yeah. Good. <laughs> pat, pat. We- and walk we, off and was like, oh my days. It's and it's so it's so good as well. Cause again, a good show don't tell us we see from this and the next episode his respect for Cyril just kind of Oh, hundred percent. We see him he realize, wants, oh yeah, this it's, is what you are. It, yeah. He wants it to drop, but again, his respect of command and discipline Mills are so high yeah, that he yeah. won't show it. Where he's like, we should leave. Oh my, well, I won't say it now. Until but he has yeah, like, yeah, until he has yeah. an a, an ability to throw him into the trash, essentially. I don't think he would. I, I think yeah. I think I wonder... he'd do it professionally, not like oh, this is like he's like I wouldn't recommend him doing anything more on the surface. His purse is up here. Yeah. If anything, he can we can definitely relay our thoughts to him, and then we can go take care of it. Just leave him here. He yeah, wouldn't the, be like kill him or anything. Like, the the two ways I see it are kind of that that way. Or if he takes him signs like okay, look, you're greener than I thought. Let me show you. Yeah. I don't think that's gonna be, be the case. Yeah. I don't. We'll see, right? It depends how 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 evil they want to play up Korosak. I think. I don't, um, and that's the thing. I think they'll try to they'll try to scratch what the Empire does, mm-hmm. but until the Empire actually shows up, they'll realize like these guys were baby food next to yeah. what the Empire actually mm-hmm. does, because they have no idea either. They're just trying to do their jobs and go home. Like you can see everybody at those desks being like, "I'm actually." You just talked back to an officer. Yeah, <laughs> and you're alive. That is true. Are you point. or you're not? You're not imprisoned yeah. or eating, anything like eating that. noodles at your desk. Like, yeah, <laughs> just casual stuff. It's just like you guys don't know. And meanwhile, you have Buddy here trying to do all that. It's just like you're in the yeah. wrong place, but you would just be another cog if you were in the right place. Like, you yeah. wouldn't even be on the screen time right now. There, there was this is a super minor detail, but I thought it was very funny from this episode that they kind of show that all the wheat in this sector is blue. Um, because when Tim's in the bar, we see this little, there's, there's this little off to the side sh- down shot at one point where you see he's got this bowl of like blue pasta. Mm-hmm. 
like underneath him. And then yeah, when the officer's eating or the the whoever technician or whatever is eating, yeah. it's blue ramen noodles. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, it's just it was such a funny, it was such a weird little thing, but it was it was like I kind of like the consistency of just like all the wheat in this sector is blue. Yeah. It's just such it's so weird, but yeah, it was just something that, that I was thinking of. One thing I just wanted to say as well was uh with the corset guys, like with Cyril, mm. you can definitely tell that his 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 um what do you call it the uh perceived sense of self no like his direction of what he's trying to do here is he's like you know you're telling me this stuff and that the empire doesn't want to hear from us and that there's crime and all this stuff and that there's nothing going on right but if i can do this prove myself to you and to the empire maybe i can get ahead of you yeah it's or ambition into your it's, position right like it's he definitely has, ambition he has that imperial I, yeah, ambition. I can i can get that seat if i prove that i'm good at doing this, yeah, maybe he yeah. thinks that or maybe he thinks you know in, in my mind i see him definitely as an imperial officer the propaganda is mm-hmm. gone yeah yeah he yeah. drank the kool-aid hard yeah, yeah he definitely did right so that's that's the thing is it's like okay i can definitely see that's the case and that you know that's what it's building up to here and it shows that he has you know he's not all that he talks himself up to be right mm-hmm. he he has determination. He has the, I want to do this and I want to do it right. And I want to do the justice, right? Because that's what, it, you know, that's what the empire stands for. Yeah. It would be kind of funny if going forward in this year, I don't know how I'd feel about it. If going forward in the series, he ended up being like reverse callous, like failing his way up the imperial ranks, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I can definitely see him having a similarity between callous. But the thing with callous is that he has, he has the understanding and he has the confidence. Like he's, oh, yeah, he's ISB, not, he's not an idiot. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ISB, which is huge. Um, yeah. And that's why it would be like reverse callous because exactly. You know, Cyril doesn't quite have that yet. Exactly. Um, now, some other things that I, I thought were interesting in this were that we get uh, a look at, you know, the, the contact uh, Luthal Rail, who is the, mm. um, the contact that's going to buy the thing off of Cassian um, that uh, Bix called in. And I, I loved how, like, we see, like, uh, you know, we, She's like communicating with the tower and stuff like that. It's all like Morse, basically. She's like a Morse code kind of communicator. Because mm-hmm. I would assume off-planet communications are not encouraged. I guess if this is the case, if they have to do it through, you know, this dirty well, means, or it could be just still being, she's contacting still somebody being, that she doesn't want to be tracked with. Maybe that kind of thing. still being monitored by Morana One or Prime or whatever it is. I mean Morana right? Eva. No, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but they're still being. Ever- like if it's simple messages, not gonna be attention, but something going out to like yeah, you want to rebel space, something like that. They're actually gonna be like, oh, what the hell? And that's cool so, though, because it, it makes sense. Like you can yeah. harvest some stuff from the scrap, make your own communicator that's encrypted, and then send it out. Without it it kind of reminded me of like a Lothal scenario yeah, where sure. like um, his parents, Ezra, or his parents, or something would be doing something out of that radio tower yep. or whatever. Mm. Like it was reminiscent of that. I was like, okay, that's that is the way of. I can't believe this place is mid rim. It makes no fucking sense. Right. But anyway, are there? Well, Canari is mid rim. I don't know if uh is. Yeah, I, that might be out of rim. I'm not okay. sure. Um, some other um, things. Anything else that you guys wanted to kind of bring up on this episode specifically? Uh, I mean, we get. I, I mentioned it last episode, so I don't think we need to spend too much time on it. But we see the shipyard again. So again, we're seeing Y-Wing, Lancer, VCX-100, oh, yeah. uh, and maybe a YT. This was the one where it looked a lot more like it would be a YT-600. But mm. um, the only other thing ship-wise that I liked, I love I love the look of the Korosek shuttle yeah. that they're using. Oh, okay. It's this big, the big, stupid one. flying pyramid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it, I thought you were going to say that. I was like, yeah. what? This it looks so well. stupid and janky. And it, mm. it, it just screams to me. The Empire was like, what the fuck do we do with it? 
Okay, throw them under the contract. Yeah. 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 This is, I, I don't need the. This is gross. Yeah. Um, and we'll see them more next episode, but the ships that are attached to the bottom of it, because it's clearly, this is the really sad command cruiser. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it's got the little shuttles. Those shuttles, uh, well, I'm going to talk about they're them next cool. episode because they're more relevant, but I love the, I love the design of them. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, there's not a whole lot. We get to see a little bit more of, of B2 EMO's whole setup with the power charge station. And, yeah, and, and we get a little bit more with Marva. A little bit, right? But it's all just like nothing new is really said. They're just like, you can, oh, why you can tell that he why sh- you tell me the truth? Yeah. I don't want to. You can tell that she's like, what, like what's yeah. really going on here? And she's like, how about this, you know, this bulletin that they sent out? You're wanted, right? Yeah. And then she immediately goes, yeah, yeah, who have you told? And he's like, okay, like if we're making a list, we're making a list. These are the people I've been telling, right? And then all those people you told, all of yeah, them, yeah. I told her. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not the people you tell. It's those people that tell the other people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's, that's the big thing. And uh, we also get a little bit more of, you know, the, the people around, like we get to see that dad and the kid again with uh, in the shop. That's where she goes into the back. I know oh, this is the first time we see them. Is it okay? So then we yeah. she goes into the back and goes up yeah. the tower, which is really cool because it's hidden behind some other stuff. He's like, you might yeah, have to yeah. dig a lot to get to get what you're looking for, and so you have to like go around. Yeah, the code cool. the code there was really nice. Yeah. Um. So I, th- I think that was pretty fun. Uh, we get to see a little bit more of um, you know, just the city in general and like people like species of aliens and stuff around. We get on the shuttle. Um, we get to see uh. Oh, that's next. That's the next episode. At the beginning. Isn't it the shuttle coming down and they're having to talk with the Oh, dude that's yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, I thought that was this episode at the end. No, it's okay. Everything's blending together. <laughs> it is. But yeah, we get to see some pretty cool stuff. Um, it's definitely leading into something else that we know coming up on episode three. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean just going back to that scene again with the you know, the speech and stuff, that was a really good way to bring humor in mm-hmm. without completely gutting a scene. Yeah, well right? still keeping the the atmosphere intact. Yeah, yeah. whereas it's like this kid has ambition and that's about it mm. right so yeah ed anything no nah, that's that's pretty much what this episode wanted to portray hmm. um everything else the, the wrap-up of all this so we see we see everybody's motivations we see what everybody's trying to do and what their life on this planet or space station means we do get to see how big so a position tim to- is Kind of yeah. like everything comes to a culmination next episode. So mm-hmm. that is that is where the true feeling behind everybody comes out. You know, did you end up liking this person, not liking this person? What what yeah. are you feeling like here? Like all that comes up next, and that is one that whether you like these first two or did or you didn't like these first two episode three. I overall is a good episode. Yeah, it mm-hmm. has it has a lot of different things happening in it but it's overall really good. So that is one to definitely watch and we'll be mm. talking about next. So. There is something that I forgot to mention. The I've seen it all over the internet. It's like, they brought they canonized sex in Star Wars. I'm like, have you guys never read Lost Stars? No, most people probably haven't. And I'm like, <laughs> it's in Lost Stars. It's in The Princess and the Scoundrel that literally just came out. It's yeah. in a bunch of canon material. And like it's implied it's in, in, in most of it. I mean, it's a High Republic too. And they're like, yeah, they yeah. finally canonized it. It's like, Maybe on the big screen. Well, but Dan, you have to remember the the majority of the masses reading is, is how, did, how did they reading is that? not an option for them. Where did <laughs> I'm not even saying they're illiterate. Are, are you not, kidding me? No, I'm not even saying they're illiterate. It's just the amount of people who are like book. Nah, I'm okay. Audio yeah, and, book, that's just a different kind of book. TV, I turn brain off. Watch. 
you know, like honestly, I was one of those people before I started getting into like the Clone Wars TV sh series, and then I got into the books for the podcast because mm. I I read some Star Wars novels as a kid, but I really didn't jump into it, right? And yeah. I was just like, yeah, but, like I don't really, I'm not really, I don't want to jump into well, the yeah. I the, mean, the my, other my stuff. I am your Here's... father. How do yeah, babies get made, Dad? Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, they canonized babies. Fuck, that's what I mean. Though. Is uh, yeah. son. But well, so here's the here's the the way I see it is it's like if you don't read the books that's fine yeah you don't need to catch up on all this extra lore if you try to justify not knowing star wars facts because you haven't read books that's when i get angry because the amount of people who are like oh raise the first female jedi the soka's over there she's a, she's a tv show it doesn't count movies only why the hell even a book? i don't think i don't think that's a yeah. big the fuck is that's definitely the minority saying stuff like that it, but it's a sure. loud minority yeah but right? i mean like that's what it is right it's that that's what yeah. literally every but fandom how do you have that much confidence in what you're saying when because you're saying people are bullshit because, i mean i'm gonna be blunt people are dumb like, no, I mean, like, and, and, and small egos don't want to be hurt. I think it's, people it's, people know. are ignorant and they have their own thoughts on yeah, something, and then yeah. they just get in an echo chamber and it gets like that, right? Yeah, and I can understand it, right? I just think it's a lack of information and want to know other information to change your thoughts or to open up your yeah. perspective, it's, right? It's but, wearing it, it's it's wearing ignorance as a bag a badge of pride. That is is yes, where it's like yes, it, yeah. Because if you're willing to be like you know, there's I've read a shit ton of Star Wars stuff, right? I, there have been times where I've been talking to someone. They're like, "That's not true. That you you got that mixed up." I'm like, well, "I'm pretty sure that's right." And they show me. I'm like, "Well, it doesn't count because I didn't." It's like, yeah. "Oh shit, I didn't know that." Yeah. Cool. I, think I was it's wrong. Simple. That? The, big too, the big thing too about people that are are, are like that though, um, and in, in general, right? Not just in Star Wars, but in general, is like mm. when you're posting about something, you're like, "Yeah, this is what it is." Uh, I don't know all the if information. You, if you don't but, like uh, it, then you're just wrong. It's it's a, inflammatory, which makes people be mm. like, "That's actually not correct." This is it, and it creates yeah, a yeah. huge amount of um, attention, right, to that to that yeah, comment, to that true. person. So there's a reason why people do that, and there's a reason what, why people feed into that. You just want to be known as an idiot? Some people want, like, you know, some people are going to well, be like, hey, this is actually what it is, and then they're going to argue back, and they're just looking and, for that argument, right? And I, th I think building on that so, point as well, there's a lot of people who think that being angry validates their point. Yes, and it doesn't. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, moving on. That was just a point that I wanted to come up with. Yeah, that's fair. Even even for me, it was just like, man, I I I know it's in the other stuff. It's not a huge issue. I just was like, yeah, that's funny. People are mm. just like, oh yeah, it's in Star Wars. It's like, but Ed's right, you know. Well, they yeah, and kids. I mean, even look at Book of Boba Fett. Oh my God, they they finally brought in another Wookiee. They finally created a new Wookiee. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it came from the comet. No, have this, you ever watched episode this, three? Yeah, the no, this Daddy is, is completely new, and it's like, okay, okay. Again, okay. Anyway. who are Tarful and all these other ones? Yeah, yeah. yeah. they don't right count because I didn't remember their names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Yoda it doesn't matter if you remember their names. Yeah. They're yeah. Wookiees on their But Yoda team. didn't point straight at that one and be like, this is Chewbacca. Look, he still has the belt. Are you clapping yeah, yet? Yeah. <laughs> is there anything else we want to talk about, or is that it for this episode, boys? Uh, I think that's it. I hate people. All right, let's get into the outro. Welcome to the end of Andor episode two. That would be me, Noma. What do you think we're going to be covering next episode? I wonder. I'm pretty sure uh, Mandalorian 
season three, episode seven. You know what? That would be fantastic, but that's not the case. <laughs> We're doing Andor episode three, which is the third and final episode that came out on September 21st. Mm. And uh, would you like to let the listeners know what they can tell us about what they thought on this episode? Absolutely. And yeah, again, you know, we had some things to say about this episode. If you don't agree with them, if you do agree with them, if you just want to put your own input in, in, in point, in point, good English, input in, uh, you, we'd love to hear from you. One of the easiest ways to find us is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. We've also got an email, which is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. Social media-wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both of those is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing a listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, and follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us the five stars and a comment helps with visibility, and you can follow for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Noma. And remember, if you have something that is, you know, a, a dirty, dirty little secret that you don't want to share with anybody else, but you trust them with your life. But you don't, just don't tell them. It creates conflict. And that conflict creates story. And that story yeah. creates an arc. And that arc creates a prologue into the real show. Join us next week with more Bad Writing Tips 101. If, if you trust some you don't be What? Exactly. <laughs> you never heard of, never heard of Quintuple Think? <laughs>